Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. Oh, your mama breast stank. Your mama breast stank. Gorge. Your mama breast stank. Your daddy can't plank. Your daddy can't plank. Jesus Christ. Your daddy can't plank. What? Your sister smell like eggs. What? Your brother smell like tuna. <laughs> Why they all food products? It must be I'm hungry. Today. <laughs> you know I gotta entice y'all into the gab, you feel me? Yeah. What's good with y'all? This is another episode of The Gap. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. Hey, since I got the best audience out there, what should the best audience be doing right now? You goddamn right. Give yourself a round of applause. If they watching, at least they learning. And I appreciate all y'all, from the ugly to the beautiful into the in-betweeners and oh my god take the glasses off for this one it's a boatload of in-betweeners out there jeez louise wow but anyway for my tubers youtube been around since 2005 i don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video art channel booming but just like the rest of the tubers say i'm gonna say the same thing like a sub sub a share share a comment Comment a like. I mean, some of y'all smart out there. Some of y'all know what to do. You feel me? Ado, for my potters, though, I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. And I'm on iHeartRadio. Across all those platforms, all you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, I pop right up. I also appreciate, and I'm rocking the gear, my sponsor, First place losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire ass garments made out of 100% African cotton. I guarantee a boost your sex appeal up by let's say uh 21%. And look here, if it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in between ass. All right, man, let's hop right into the topic. And in today's topic, uh, us as foundational Black Americans, we don't need to take from anyone culture. We don't need to steal nothing from anybody culture. You know why? Because people stealing from our culture. Let's be real. And yes, I'm talking about the whole Steve Harvey incident. Steve Harvey was out there. He was on the uh, panel, I think, uh, with EYL when they was out there in Africa and stuff. And he was saying all that bullshit garbage. Talking about, man, them Africans, bro. They, they are power. Power up. Yeah. Not me. We... We stole from them. What? Steve. Steve. What the hell did we steal from them? I am lost. I'm confused. Have you Have you seen what we've been producing as foundational black Americans when it comes to culture? We are the culture of the states, bruh. We are the culture when it comes to this. Everybody's stealing from us. Not the other way around, Steve. Oh, Harvey, bruh. Oh, God. I get it, though, bruh. 
you doing family feud out there in Africa, you got to cape for, for the Africans. I get it, bro. I get it, bro. Damn. But come on, man. Don't spew this bullshit misinformation. Damn. I kind of like Steve Harvey in his comedy with his big teeth ass. Jeez. He cheap. got his veneers or shit. Oh, God. Look at my veneers. Yeah. Uh. Mustache. God damn. Then he starts spewing this BS and it's like, oh, God. <sighs> what we need to steal? Style? Are you serious? You think we need to steal style? Vernacular? Hell no. Nah. Food? Hell to the no. Nah. What we need to steal as foundational black Americans, bruh. We don't steal nothing from anybody culture. Nothing. They steal from us. They take from our culture. They try to remix it. Trying to make it their own. And one of the cultures they trying to remix and make it their own is hip-hop music. We created that. Are you serious? Come on, bruh. Jesus. That was some rookie shit. I thought you supposed to be the kings of comedy. That was a rookie-ass pawn mistake, bruh. You the pawn of bullshit right now. Jesus Christ. God damn. Oh, Lord. And don't... Don't believe that hype out there, man. And us as Foundation of Black Americans, we knew this was bull malarkey. But we tired of this narrative, bro, that we stealing from other people's culture. And, like, we don't know who we are and what we brought to not only the United States of America, but also globally. Is that, oh, we're lost people. We don't know where we're from. Oh, my God, bro. Gotta go back to Africa to find your roots and this and that and blase, 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 I'm tired of hearing that bullshit. We know where the hell we come from. We know our culture, motherfuckers. That's why you're mad. It's because not only that, more of us knowing our culture and where we come from as foundational black Americans, we speaking it proudly. And we delineating. From y'all F shit. Okay? Y'all always want to be showing y'all goodness when y'all do good and shit. That's a Nigerian doctor. Hey, 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 hey. And I ain't faulting y'all for that. Kudos to y'all. Okay, maybe. That's what we stealing. We stealing that, all right, when, when us as foundational black Americans do good things, we stealing that we ain't going to lump y'all into it. That's what we stealing. When we become doctors and lawyers and all that good stuff, we like, nah, we foundational black Americans. That's what we do. When all the bad stuff happen, oh, yeah, we delineating that to y'all, too. Okay? When an Ethiopian man in America do some F shit, killing, pillaging, we like, nah, uh-uh, nah, we not all lumping at the black. Mm-mm, nah, that's it. That's an Ethiopian American. Okay? I, I okay, I figured it out. That's that's what we still we still we still in that page from y'all book. Uh-huh. Cause we tired of that. Shit. 
black person do something bad in America, it's all black people. But when one of when when a black person do good, now it's they oh they 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 from Haitian descent. They from Kenyan descent. She stealing culture. What? What culture we need to steal from anybody? Huh? I'm talking about all cultures. We don't steal nothing from nobody. All cultures be taken from our shit. Let's keep it all the way funky, bruh. God damn. Steve Harvey, bruh. They looking at you like you, you, you represent us and talk for us. Which he don't. But the outside world does. They look at him. And when you in Africa saying this shit that we stealing from their culture. We garnish from their power. That's a load of misinformation that I will not tolerate. It's your big ass teeth, bruh. Gorge. And don't get it wrong. You know what I mean? Steve Harvey, I still love you as a comedian. Yo, I think you're funny. Some of your shit on Twitter, I'm like, okay. But when you spewing this bull malarkey, bruh, I got to call you out on it. I don't only call out white people. I'll call out all people, okay? And this is BS. No damn way we stealing, stealing from African culture, bruh. Even the Pan-African king himself is mad about the bull malarkey that Africans is doing. On the shit they stealing from us. And they ain't even bringing us in and welcoming us in with open arms. Freak you talking about Stevie? What? God damn. I hate to say it, man, but this kind of this like whole behavior. You know, whole say anything for the bag, anything for the money. That's what it seems like what's going on right here. It's being that bull malarkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all take it from African culture. Ah! <laughs> Shit. Grind the hell out my gears. Pause that. <laughs> God damn. Jesus Christ. Wow. Oh my God, bruh. Yeah, man. Nah, man. I'm dead in that in the goddamn water right now, bro. We ain't stealing from nobody culture. People steal from our culture as foundational black American. Stop that narrative right now, Steve Harvey, bro. That is bull-ish. And all you other motherfuckers out there that's running with this type of narrative, we ain't stealing nothing from no goddamn African culture, bro. We got our own. And we proud to show it. And we proud to yell it from the top of our motherfucking lungs. And now that we motherfucking doing this, now y'all got a problem? Y'all saying that we stealing from their culture? Hell no. I ain't having that. Steve Harvey, you know that was bullshit.
You know what else? Nigga. Comedy. Stand-up comedy, bruh. What you the king in? It's foundational black American culture, bruh. What you trying to say? We stole we stole that from Africa too? That? Come on, bruh. Gotta stop with the caping, nigga. Excuse my French. Brother! Jesus Christ. Got the cape on. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Damn! Oh my god, bro. Yeah, man. Sources, social media. I mean, I'm seeing it around. You know what I mean? Just a lot of lot of media to the socials, you feel me? Everybody talking about it. So it's, it's a viral clip. And not only that, the sentiment of like seeing other people talk about the situation is like, oh man, bro, it's like, you know, some of our some of our brothers and sisters in diaspora and shit saying like like they agree with Steve Harvey that we're still in from the African culture. No, that's bull. We don't steal from no culture. Every type of culture be stealing from us. From Asian culture, Spanish culture, white culture. They steal from foundational black American culture. And the thing about it, we weren't tripping at first, but now we tripping. We saying, hell no. Y'all trying to act like y'all originators and stuff. And y'all trying to act like we stealing. We ain't stealing nothing. What the hell we got to steal from y'all, bruh? God damn. Protected at all costs. We protecting our culture, bruh. And Steve, stop spewing that misinformation. That's boy malarkey, and you goddamn know it. Us as foundational black Americans don't need to steal from nobody culture when we are the culture trendsetters. All right? So, I mean, I got more I could say about it, but I'm going to keep it within the time frame, you feel me? Okay? Enough of this, man. Alright. Let's get into the SAF segment. And today, I got to talk about this show right here. Riches on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, I had to review this. And this was actually a pretty good show. I wish I would have got into it earlier when it first came out, but it took me some time to get around to it. But I got around to it when I got around to it, okay? This was a great show, man. I thought this was really good. You feel me? Let me give you the stats before I give you the cast because I'm a stat tician You see how the bars right there? Let me give you the stats before I give you the cast. God damn. I, that's foundational black American culture, too. Rizap! Anyway, let me get the stats. IMDb gave it a 7.1. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 100%. God oh damn! 100%! Holy macaroni. And uh, the people gave it 96%. Hey man, frick y'all. I agree with y'all. This was a really good show. I messed with this. I really thought... Not only... Not only was it good... Plot line, good show, and stuff like that. It had, you know, gotta give kudos, man. Y'all let my beautiful 
my beautiful black brothers and sisters, my beautiful black African brothers and sisters, man. You feel me? You see what I do? I don't knock y'all. So stop knocking us. I give praise to my, my African brothers and sisters when they doing good and they doing their thing. Now, if you're on the bullshit, then I knock your ass. But let me get back to this show. Man, let me give you the cast old. They had um Deborah Iorende. She played Nina Richards. She was basically the main character, the main focal point, you feel me? Then they had Sarah Now, she was Claudia Richards, and she was the um the husband of um Nina Richards' father, but she's not her mother. So basically the father, which was played by um who was it played by? Let me get this right. Let me get this right. I think it's him. Is it him? Uh Hugh Carish? That don't look like Barbara though. Wow, they must have gave bro great makeup. So I think the Hold on, bro. This don't look like this don't look like bro. My bad, y'all. This nigga look like an African Denzel. What? This nigga, he look, this is bro, bro. Wow. Cause bro hair all gray in the images here and stuff like that. But in the show, they had his hair all, all black and stuff. Okay. Bro. So he was uh played by Hugh Corshe. He was Steven Richards. He was the, uh, the father and he ended up passing away. And it's basically a form of succession. If y'all don't know what succession is, I'm going to have it up on the thing too, but also basic succession is if you have a successful business and you pass it down to your children, basically that's it. So he had three other kids. At, spoiler alert. He had two other kids. One kid you find out down the line that th that wasn't actually his kid. And the, the, the mother, Claudia Richards, actually lied about it. But he figured it out and went to adopt her. But he had two other kids with Claudia Richards who he was, that was his wife. And then he had two uh, other kids out of wedlock, which was Nina Richards and also played by uh, Emmanuel Imani. Uh, and this was Simon Richards. And they were, Nina Richards and Simon Richards were brother and sister. And I gotta tell you about Emmanuel Imani. Bro was dressing to kill. Goddamn bro had style. Now, some of this shit he was wearing, I was like, nah, that's way too goddamn flamboyant. I was no way in hell I could wear that. I ain't wearing that. But some, most of the shit he was wearing, I was like, goddamn, I want some of that. That's the style right there. Goddamn, he was styling and profiling. Man. But anyway, let me get to the plot of the story. Basically, Nina Richards, she and her brother is out in New York and with their mom. And basically, uh, the, her dad called. Uh, Stephen Richards called and was like, yo, you know, like, I want to rekindle the relationship, and what do you think about running the business? And their business is basically, uh, hair, beauty products, you know, they into the, the beauty game and stuff like that, which I'm like, I commend this show for showing that, because not only should I say Africans should be in this, but Black Americans, we f make black, or just beauty products alone, Boom, like a motherfucker. And we need ownership of that, okay? So I'm glad it showed this shit. 
And they was in that industry, and he was basically like, yo, I, I, I want you to kind of run the business. Like, he only believed in her to run the business because he felt like all his other kids were going to sell it, which they wanted to do, or really didn't hold the value of running this shit. So, with that being said, she went back to Britain because this was it took took place in the UK, and she went back and dad died and it was all type of just like drama and like a lot of melodrama backstabbing stuff like stuff like this. Claudia Richards didn't even tell Nina Richards and Simon Richards the right goddamn time of their dad funeral, so they missed they they dad funeral. It was stuff like that. They trying to backdoor each other on deals of the company. But throughout Nina uh, working in the company, she started gaining a closer relationship with her other siblings that she never had. She had a uh, one of the siblings was played by Ola Orabia, or my bad butchering that. He was Gus Richards. And then the other kid that was actually not. Steven Richards' daughter, which was played by Nanika Okiyi. Uh she played Wanda Richards, and then her his other daughter, which she kind of was like very creative, but she had a uh, dyslexia or some shit like that. And like the the father didn't really include her in the business, but Nina did and was smart. And she played by Adayinka Akianadi, uh this Alicia Richards, and like their relationship at first butting heads, right? But what Nina did in this show, like, if you're trying to be a business owner and you're trying to run a business, it's better to let people flourish in what they do and kind of bring them in like, yo, like, I'm not trying to work against you. I want you to be the best that you could be. And 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 even though at first Gus Richards and Wanda Richards and Alicia Richards was kind of against Nina Richards, they start becoming accustomed to like, yo, actually... She's pretty cool. Like, she just wants the best for us in the company. And, like, you know, even though throughout the show they were still trying to backdoor. And then at times Nina was trying to backdoor them. They kind of gained a relationship. And that was kind of beautiful to see two, like, siblings come together. Even though they had different fathers and mothers and stuff like that. But Claudia Richard, oh, my God, mother from hell. Jesus Christ. Like, she didn't give a damn. She just wanted to own the company and run it. And she was trying to backdoor at every moment she could. And she used this dude, which is played by C.J. Beckford. He was Andre Scott, whatever. He was like the finance guy and stuff like that. And then what was happening was, was essentially somebody was embezzling the goddamn money in the company. And guess who it is? I'm, do I really need to tell y'all? Like, do I, I know y'all out there guessing it right now. You guessed it right. The goddamn white man, which was played by Brendan Cole, and he played uh he played Gideon Harvell. The whole time he was Stephen Richards' right hand man, and he was stealing money from under his nose. God damn it! And at the same time, he was helping everybody with the damn case, and he was the one stealing all the goddamn money right under his nose. Oh God. And so they all they all were fighting amongst each other, thinking they were stealing the money and shit, and it comes out to be whitey. <sighs> mm, mm, mm. Damn! <laughs>
I can't make this shit up, y'all, bruh. God damn. Oh my god, bruh. Jesus Christ. Like, it's, it's so, it's, it's comical how, like, bruh, it's like right in your face. And you see it and it's like, god damn it. The white man. But yeah, they were trying to solve that too while they having all the infights and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, they crack the case. They find out it was bruh. Bruh gets arrested. And um, uh, Simon Richards goes back to New York. Because he, he wanted to go back to New York anyway. Because he has a life out there and shit like that. And I, oh, another scummy thing too. Like during the board meeting, Nina Richards, she was trying to, to have control over the business. And, uh, you know, Gus and went Wanda and... Even Nina's own mother, bruh, voted against her to sell it to this one uh, uh, white company that basically was going to have them lose all type of control and literally uh, 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 buy out the company and then wash it out, basically. Be like, all right, we go, we're going to buy it and then we're just going to run it our way and basically not do nothing for the culture. So that fell through though because Nina found out that Claudia's daughter Wanda wasn't Steven's daughter. Oh, she had the youngest daughter with another man. You didn't even know who the other man was. But then she tried to cover up and so then she Claudia dead that deal or whatever and then boom. <sighs> Nina got the company. You feel me? And then Gus Gus and Alyssa start figuring out, like, oh, this other company that we wanted to sell it to because it had made them CEO, but they were puppet CEOs. They had no power. They had no control. They had more control and power when Nina was running it, and they figured it out. And that's another lesson y'all need to learn, too. And I'm learning it, too. You feel me? Just because somebody write a big-ass check in front of your face and trying to get your money. Don't mean they have the best goddamn, uh, 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 what you call it, best interest or have your best interest in heart when it comes to your company. Just let you know. But yeah, at the end, essentially, uh, they, uh, Nina kept the company, kept Gus and Wanda in. Claudia kind of, she, her shield kind of came down because he found out that G, uh, Gideon, was stealing the money and all that, and you feel me? It's probably gonna be another season though, because you know Wanda still doesn't know she's uh not the child of Steven, and it still left like some open doors, it like stuff where it wasn't answered fully, and like Andre Scott, he almost went to jail because Gideon was framing him, and then you find out that nope, it was Gideon, the white man stealing all the money. But yeah, it's like. All this drama, all intertwining, interweaving and stuff. You see what I did there? Interweaving. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Because it's hair products. If y'all ain't laughing, I'm laughing. I don't give a damn. Anyway, uh, yeah, man. But it's going to be season two. This was a great show. Love season one. Love the, um, I love shows like this. This reminds me of like Succession. You feel me? Um, I, I think I reviewed that, but I'm gonna review it again. New season came out. Uh, but yeah, I love this show, man. This show was dope, and I love that it, it dealt with, uh, you know, the African people owning something that 
I mean, shit, we boom. Freaking black people all around the world, boom. Health and beauty products, let's be real, shit. You feel me? And they had the whole little colorism thing in there, too, and stuff like that. So, I, yeah, yeah, that shit. I, I thought this was really good. You know what I mean? And I don't tell y'all to watch or not watch. Oh, do what the hell you want. I'm giving my spiel, all right? Once again, that was Riches off of Amazon Prime. Watch it at your own discretion. Okay, alright, y'all know what time it is, right? Well, if you don't know, now you're gonna know, mother effers. <laughs> I'm sorry if I called y'all mother effers, but it's a uh, meme time, and uh, I got some juicy memes for y'all, and they all Steve Harvey memes. They all Steve Harvey memes, I'm just letting y'all know that right now, because I found these memes hilarious. And oh my god, oh, oh, man, this, oh. Uh, so, on the left, it got Steve Harvey, young Steve Harvey, you know, the mustache and the flat top. And on the right, it got Michael B. Jordan. And there is, I can't unsee it. And they do look like each other. That's why Michael B. Jordan was so heartbroken when Lori Harvey broke his heart. Because that was the perfect father-in-law. They look just like each other. The striking resemblance. Wow. Michael B. Harvey. <laughs> Michael B. Harvey. I'm, okay, my bad, y'all. No bad. Okay. Now we got a. Uh, okay. This is off one of the segments from SNL when uh, uh, Kenan Thompson was pretending to be Steve Steve Harvey. <laughs> and you know Steve Harvey do the Family Feud stuff or whatever. But this off the game show. Uh, what is that freaking game show where you can use a lifeline? I don't know. Y'all tell me in the comments below. But it has them looking like, like, goddamn, got all the answers. And it says, name an orange fruit. A, apple. B, banana. C, orange. B, antelope. <laughs> and it got the red as apple and as the... As D, as the antelope is green, like it's the right answer, like, bruh, this is how this show really was. You were like, how the hell? The obvious answer is C, orange, but they making it seem like there's other answers. God damn. How? How, Steve? How? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Not another look-alike. Oh. oh, okay, okay. Uh, let me get my composure. So it has on the left. It has Scooby Doo, and it has <laughs> and on the right, it has Steve Harvey, bruh. And they do look alike. And it says, "Be careful who you make fun of in high school." Oh my god. Alright, I have a high school story for y'all. And I'm glad it says this because some of you out there, when this this already booming in my eyes, but when it go, when this news station, you feel me? Start booming like crazy. Yeah, some of you high school mother effers that used to call me pizza face. 
Oh. Chicken legs. Oh, you made fun of me. Oh. Pale face. The white knight. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Oh. I'm trying to cry, but I can't. <laughs> I'm trying to shed a tear. You made fun of me in high school, but look at me now. Look at me now. Look at me now. Look at me now. Gorge. Look at me now. Look at me now. Look at me now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, man, this is a striking resemblance. This is crazy, bro. Oh my goodness. Alright, man. Enough of meantime. Let's let, let, let me just big up my audience, man. God damn it. Y'all the greatest out there, bro. Since y'all the greatest audience out there. What should y'all be doing right now? You better be goddamn doing it, okay? Give me yourself a round of applause. If they watch, at least they learn it. Now I appreciate all y'all. From the ugly to the beautiful and to the in-betweeners. And oh my God. It is so many in-betweeners out there. Holy Harriet. Wow. But yeah, man. This is another episode of The Gab. I'm your lovely or hated host, Kamal, a.k.a. The Black Seinfeld, a.k.a. Magic X. Hey, for my tubers, though, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the video art or channel booming, but just like the rest of the tubers say, I'm going to say the same thing. Like a sub. Sub a share. Share a comment. Comment a like. I mean, you know what to do? Some of y'all smart out there, you feel me? Ado, for my potters though, I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify and I'm on iHeartRadio across all those platforms. All you got to do is type in The Gab or Kamal Johnson ENT and bam, I'll pop right up. Hey, there's also one more thing, man. My damn sponsor. First place losers, I appreciate y'all. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Y'all go check out the fire-ass garments made out of 100% Egyptian cotton. I guarantee it boosts your sex appeal up by, let's say, uh, 21%. And look here, if it look good on me, it's gonna look good on your in-between ass. And I'm rocking the gear. You feel me? Ooh, fire, fire! With that being said, y'all have a good day, good evening. Good whenever it is y'all consuming this content. Okay? And on that note, I'm out, y'all. Peace. Yo, man. Michael B. Harvey? <laughs> that is hilarious. This was gay. This was gay.